Good morning, Mr. Burr. Good morning, Mr. Shekman. Uh, well, this morning has been fun. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking, I mean, I'm here, I'm ready. We've got my, the coffees here. For us, this is the first one of 2021, but hang on. Wait, what the hell did he send? I just realized I haven't seen Jeremy all year yet. What did he send to you? Hmm, that's why I said I've had fun this morning, because there was oh, this God. loud screeching noise outside, so I, you know, oh. was expecting a delicious uh, breakfast delivery. Uh, sure. I could see the drone coming down, but I couldn't see it. All I could see was this little green and blue lights flashing through a cloud of sprayed sanitizer as it descended through the stuff all the way to ground level. Okay, wow. so now there's this giant wet patch on my patio. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The toast, glorious once I figured out how to open it, but <laughs> it was vacuum packed with three mm-hmm. layers of plastic with sanitizer mm-hmm. in between each layer, and it had instructions. It said that I had to eat the toast simultaneously. Now, it's the first time in my life I've held two pieces of toast in each hand and, and eaten it. So what the hell is going on? Okay. So, you know, with, with what's happening around here, by the way, this also explains the smell in the kitchen at the moment. It smells clean as hell there. But the J- Jeremy's obviously really big into this whole lockdown thing. Uh, it could partly be because I lock him up. Um, not really, but, you know, he, he's not allowed out. Um, anyway... <laughs> What he's kind of done for you is he's created it, and it's a bit of a long name, but we'll, we'll, we'll stick with it. It's the you can't touch your face or anything else if you have a piece of toast in each hand special. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Um, it's wrong, but I couldn't this... answer email while eating toast. I couldn't drink coffee while eating toast. <laughs> I mean, he was right. I, I literally had to stand there like over the kitchen sink, not spilling crumbs while I followed <laughs> these instructions. I think there's actually honestly like a weird design there instead of like how, how best can you manage that or how can you somehow eat two pieces of... Anyway, right. So let's get into it. Toasting design, Shaka Shaka, Michael Burke. We're continuing with our, our new thing of what we've recently learned or what, what we've sort of gone into because we never stop learning. There should be no reason you'd ever want to stop learning or finding something out. Uh, for me, in what was a weird turn, for, I don't know how I got into it, but I ended up looking up space time. You know, you, you keep reading about, oh, you know, space-time is curved and there's that uh, sort of thing you see in, like, school experiments yes. where they have the top ball in, you drop the big ball in, and you roll it around. And then I've seen other stuff saying that's actually wrong. And I, I went down this whole rabbit hole of what does it actually mean and what, what is curved space-time where you they're sort of going into arguments that gravity is not actually a force, it's an effect of curved space-time. Interesting as all hell, but not actually usable in the design to be honest all we need to know is gravity points down for us um maybe of some interest if you ever go out into sort of deep space i guess but other than that there but that was an interesting sort of look into it for there there's a lot of literature there's also a lot of nonsense unfortunately it's the way the internet goes and that there's a lot of people talking absolute rubbish so you got to sort of find those that give actually good references and then try to link to a paper and holy hell those scientific papers talk a lot of shit they love their acronyms and they love their special words but never mind so basically did it did it overwrite everything you learned in first year physics or did it just add to it? it it technically overwrote it but it's that sort of 
weird, you know, you install a file where if we need to override this DLL file, all right, override, it doesn't make any difference to me. It now makes things work, I guess, but it doesn't change anything for me in the long term. It's not changing the way I do design. Um, but it's more of an interesting point in the, in the grand scheme of things, and it's a very different perspective, a way of looking at anything. So are we um, saying that the new Concept 2 <laughs> for 2021 is a, so some space-time concept? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. Just ignore it's concept two, ignore gravity. It's concept uh, four, but with space time. <laughs> and and seventeen thousand batteries to get it to, to get off the ground. <laughs> Double A's or triple A's, but we'll, we'll, we'll leave that for the students. Uh, that, that's the next set of concepts. Uh, right, so today we are looking into well, certainly with the fourth year project starting for twenty twenty one, the students are starting to propose their ideas. And there are some good ones. And there are some standard expected ones. And there's a big thing going on at the moment. I think most people can guess what's happening. If you're listening to this much later in the future, look back what happened in 2020 and 2021, and you might get some idea. Um, how do you think that's going to affect projects? And why should students be careful about that? Okay, so what students have been asked to do is to identify mm. a, let's call it an open-ended but complex problem. Complex in that the solutions are not obvious. There could be many, many uh, users or or, or or things that partake in the activity where there's a problem, mm -hmm. um, and and students have been asked to come up with with these problems. They they propose mm -hmm. them. They write a little little blurb and, and submit it, and then the students mm -hmm. will get that list sent back to them. That's the basic idea, and obviously with COVID, there are a lot of problems associated with it. And mm. last year, you know, one of the first ones was a, a PPE shortage. Okay, now the standard thing that a student would do is, ah, uh, we need to we need to create a delivery system, but mm. that was not the problem. The problem was a production shortage, because yeah. of production logistics and global demand and supply and price fixing and a whole network of things. So, and anyway, that issue has been resolved somehow, whether mask mm. companies have popped up overnight, whatever the case is, you don't hear mm. about it anymore. And it yeah. vanished and no one knows what the, how it was solved. Um, you know, reporters don't report on, ooh, now it's fixed. No, it just, yeah, exactly. Just one day you got into the store and there's masks and there's sanitizer and there's all that. That's right. And there were the all those cool yeah. pictures of trains being packed full of PPE and then making long journeys across Europe to go and deliver it. There were hmm. aircraft records set with the largest volume of stuff ever flown in history happened last year when they literally That's filled awesome. up an Antonov 225 in China with a thousand cubic meters of PPE and flew it to Paris and they did that twice and that set a new record so that was kind of cool that mm. solved the problem but you know if you make the stuff in France you don't need to fly it and, and so it goes we're now mm. stuck in 2021 and obviously the big word on everyone's lips is the V word <laughs> vegan vegetable <laughs> vaccine. There we vaccine. go. Vac we got there in the yes, end. Yes. We got there. Yeah. <laughs> you can't cure this with a beetroot and broccoli shower, unfortunately. No, you um, can't. No. Okay, so let's assume that a student proposes a problem for doing in August or October this year of vaccine mm. delivery. What are your thoughts on that? Hey, I mean, vac okay, so vaccine delivery, when you, oh, anytime you're doing design, you need data and information. Yeah. So, there is some very limited information. I'm not really seeing too much in 
what searches I do every now and then mm. on how it's going or what they're doing in America. It's basically it was delivered. They did, you know they bought so many uh, so much supply and it will be delivered. The information is not really readily available. It's all new information. The various vaccines as to which one is suitable, or which one's good. You know, basically, there's not enough information. That's true. And the thing is, there's obviously a phased um, plan to mm. roll out the vaccine. And some vaccines, yeah. it's a single dose, some it's a double dose. Mm-hmm. Um, the single dose is quite a large shot that you get. The double dose is mm. relatively small, etc. Um, there's the waiting time to check that you don't have any side effects after. There's this whole massive thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you listen to the, the president's address last night, it's going to be frontline workers first and then, you know, um, police and everyone else and then the aged and the vulnerable and comorbidities and then joe soap um Mm. where are all these people and Mm. how like if you had a map of johannesburg that basically said this is where all of your frontline workers are this is how you're going to deliver it to one point something million of them Mm. well that's a logistics issue but where you're right where are you going to get that data from and more, more to the point, you know, with any one of these sort of ideas, it's always good to give some kind of forethought into where could this go. And it's when we do those sort of random concept idea podcasts, the last two we did them, you know, we, we sort of looking, okay, what could this become? How, you know, what kind of design are we going to develop? If you start having some kind of look into this, this sort of delivery system, you also need to start asking yourself, why, what is different here to what currently exists and what's wrong with them? Because technically most of the delivery systems okay other than maybe the, the Pfizer vaccine which requires the cold um, and the, the low temperatures and things like that but other than that it's a delivery vehicle you're designing a delivery vehicle when really what we just need is we need to get the vaccines in and then disperse them it's yeah. as you say it's logistics it's, it's and the design yeah and, and if you follow sort of production theory um, you obviously get those S curves as production you know, starts quite slow and then it ramps up exp- like beyond exponentially and then kind of tapers mm-hmm. off when the next product comes along. Currently, the vaccines are starting to be produced and starting to be rolled out. Mm. What, As soon as that stuff starts to be um, produced in, um, what do they call it, a, a, a syndicate production in a different country and you start to do mm. that, well, maybe the vaccine will all be rolled out by July. Maybe it will be November. Maybe it will only be next year. Who knows? But the thing is, mm-hmm. a student that starts this project in August has got no good data. And mm-hmm. there's a long time between now and August for the problem to be solved. Yeah. I, I, just, I, d- I just worked out that if the 60% of the world's population, which is the target, if everybody gets a jab, the total needle length that needs to be produced... <laughs> Assuming one <laughs> shot per person is two hundred and fifty thousand kilometers. Yeah, you know, and, and it's a sort of thing where you think, ah, there's a problem. Transportation mm. of the needle stuff. How much does that weigh? Where mm. are the needle producing things? And again, where are you going to get the data from? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if 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 iron ore needs to be mined in South Africa and then shipped off to Japan to be turned into needle stock to then be sent to Germany to be cut and laser etched and whatever else that's great mm. but where are you going to get the data from so for me anything related to that I know it's a, a, a worthwhile problem to try and solve but everyone else has already started solving it and at a fourth year level you're behind the wave you've missed uh, yeah. you, you've, you've missed it but if you think about it 
a restaurant kitchen, hmm. if you take in what is going to be with us for maybe for the foreseeable future, the social distancing, the if you were to try and design a restaurant kitchen, that there's the right amount of space, the right ventilation, no hmm. touching of oven handles and things like that, there's a nice problem to solve. I think you have to be careful with making sure that it is a complex or open-ended problem, um, yeah. depending on, on the nature of the, the kitchen you're working with. Um, but this is the sort of thing what we're trying to get at here is to look out a little bit more beyond the the current immediate we're seeing vaccine. The, the other thing I'd say also to be careful with is most of us are still really kind of working at, at home. Okay, some of us are still, you know, people are now starting to go back to work and things and some people are able to get onto campus. Otherwise, we're still seeing relatively confined rooms and areas and our sort of our world as it is, is very small. And so we just, you know, <laughs> coming up with an idea right is there something to do with coffee because i keep having a cup of coffee in my hands is there something to do with my bed because that's what i'm going to or is there something to do with my desk maybe don't think too much in the home try to think out a little bit more outwards and you can and we're not obviously saying don't look at anything that is covid related it's a very popular topic right now but there are other things to look at some more very broad spectrum things and non-related whatsoever that still are problems and still need to be solved. Those things haven't stopped because of COVID. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have had students do projects on things like, um, you know, the student accommodation pod, which was mm -hmm. quite popular a few years ago when there was a, you know, a shortage of, of res rooms and we had students, mm -hmm. um, you know, working late nights in the library, not having a place to, to stay, etc. That was a good problem to solve back then because the mm. problem was only an accommodation shortage. Uh. If you were to go and relook at it and say, right, there's an, now there's an accommodation shortage because we cannot use the accommodation for what it was designed for. What could we do with shipping containers or, or other stuff? How, how mm. could you accommodate this as a, a student study area, which is not a library? Because a library is a closed space Therefore, the numbers capped. Um, okay, so now you've got less less students can use libraries than what could normally use them. What to do about yeah. it? There you've got stuff. Think about schools. You know, everyone classrooms classic. Everyone chef shuffle through a single door, dump your bag, pick up your <laughs> your box of Lego and plasticine and stuffed up wax crayons that are filled with teeth marks, and then go and make mayhem and carnage on the floor mm. okay well that that whole system has to change a little bit mm. um you know and yes you're right the, the the restaurant kitchen depending on the application so for example hospital kitchens no one really seemed to bother too much about let's call it the 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 the, the cleanliness of a hospital kitchen it was a hospital kitchen everything was stainless steel yeah. everything got doused in bleach or chlorine at the end of the day and that was all fine now you factor in social distancing the fact that you know if not that hospital chefs ever do taste the food that they serve because it's <laughs> michelin star worthy but let's assume you did want to taste it you know you sure. use your hand pick up a spoon you you know you hit your wonderful lasagna sauce or whatever now you've got this thing that is a risk it it didn't mm. used to be seen as a risk now it's a risk how mm. how do you do that how do you how do you do ovens without handles so you don't have to touch the oven but how do you make it that every time 
someone walks past, the oven door doesn't, you know, obliterate them by opening up automatically type thing. You, know, you, you think, <laughs> yeah. okay, there could be the whole thing of food delivery inside a hospital. The fact that the hospital cart itself, the traditional steel trolley where everyone's tea and biscuit is pre-laid out so that anyone who coughs or sneezes can obliterate an entire ward at a time, that whole thing has to change. In which case, you could look at the whole food delivery thing and that then becomes a pretty complex thing because the whole thing mm. has to change but again maybe it's already been done where would you get the I'll, data from hey where you get the data from i would also say in, in every one of these as a sort of when you're giving some forethought as to what could it become have in the back of your mind as the the option five your concept five as a what? keep all the way <laughs> know, to five it, all the way to five it do nothing keep it as is you know the mitigation of issues that associated with it just keep the handles on do it normally if that is still looking like still a viable idea quite a way into your thought process and into your foreseeable so like where the design could go i'd be very careful on that because if that is a possibility and the design goes in that direction or could go in that direction forcing it not to go in that direction so you go somewhere else basically means you're not doing design you're not choosing the best solution for this design and unfortunately that solution is not a complex is not appropriate for a complex engineering problem oh no no, no sorry that's that's wrong it's not appropriate for a fourth year engineering project yes correct uh, correct correct we can't um, evaluate and then there may be just just if we we look at it uh, something to to mention to fourth years because some of the students that are, are proposing projects um didn't do so well in their projects last year mm. and in, in having a look and having spoken to quite a lot of distraught students over December mm-hmm. and having gone and looked at their reports, which may have been done for other supervisors, I've picked up two basic things, which, you know, it's, it's advice which I'll certainly be giving all the students this year, but it's something which I picked up after the fact. Mm. I noticed that there were basically two ways that students went well and truly off the train and jumped on a donkey cart and went off into the middle of nowhere. One mm. of them is... I forced the design to work and I didn't Mm -hmm. integrate it into the bigger picture. So I designed one thing very well, but it doesn't fit in at all. That was, that was what I noticed in a couple of, of, of reports. So, and, and, and that's classic. That's the thing where I can make the maths work. Oh, the forces, I've got forces. I can FEA it. Let me just, Mm. and we've spoken about this before, but I personally haven't ever had a student that did it. So, uh, finally now I have seen it where a student made this decision this decision this decision and you think that doesn't fit with this doesn't fit with this and now you've done a splendid job on this fourth thing that needed to be done the fourth problem yeah but it doesn't fit in it it literally has got no place in this thing so mm. technically well done on the fourth problem but it, yeah. it just doesn't fit in and then the other one is where a whole lot of terrible things were integrated beautifully <laughs> literally it was the most awesome shopping mall on earth but unfortunately who wants to go into a rotten fish shop yeah you know uh, you know and, and it, it was a sort of thing where bad design bad design bad design and then and you made it work oh my goodness <laughs> kudos yeah. points points for geez and you catted the thing with a skew bolt that can go all the way around that thing <clears throat> to pick up the load on the other side of a thing that doesn't need to be there 
so, so, so those were the two the two extremes. And the one was a student that jumped off the train, jumped on a donkey cart and headed east. And the other one was a, a kid who, who jumped off the train, got on a donkey cart and headed west. Um, mm. And I, I think that's... When, when students are thinking of problems, a lot of students are putting the concept word that is the probably the concept two that's going to win in the problem. Yeah. And you need to be very careful of, of that. So, for example, if we were to just take go, go back 10 minutes or so, aerial COVID vaccine delivery. Okay, there's a difference between mm. vaccine delivery and needing to do it by flight. Mm-hmm. And by throwing in flight, that's not the problem to solve at all. Really, it isn't. Um, so throwing in a concept there, uh, a bit like electric transportation of uh. iron ore. No, why, yeah. why does it need to be electric? Yeah. You know, you can't say, oh, actually, in, in actual fact, take away the iron ore, in which case your project is electric. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's that's nice and open-ended, but why in the hell would you search for a problem that needs electricity as a solution? It it, it makes no, zero logical sense. Unless you're yeah. in the marketing department for a power utility that actually has enough power to sell. No yeah. fingers being pointed anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's... Okay, so these are a number of things not to do um, and, and things to keep an eye out for. And some of these things can, you can be corrected as you go, but the the more you preempt what's going to happen, give some forethought to it, the easier life is going to be in, in the second semester when you finally get into it. You've done the groundwork. You've got a, a decent foundation built up being your problem for your design. Um, that it's not going to fall apart. So what other areas can you then start looking at? So we've got the sort of, right, so you, a student having issues and you, you can start to sort of familiarize yourself with that or you have some good background in that issue. And it's maybe something a student's going to, let's look at my background, right, I, I've been a lifeguard um, over the holidays the whole past couple of years, uh, therefore it's something to do with that. Fair and fine enough. But what other areas, where can you start looking? Or, you know, maybe news there was a 737 that went down what caused it is there something that could be done to sort of preempt that sort of thing occurring we could say that is a problem um what other areas would you potentially say i always say that uh, quite a lot of the problems which have been proposed so far are great um these Mm. are the ones that students have sort of emailed me a list saying i've come up with Mm. 10 ideas these are four which i kind of like what do i think about them every single one of them there is one or two issues that I have with and it's it's that location we did a podcast about sketching out a problem and we spoke about mm. you always need to have this visual map of where is oh we've got a problem with food production okay wonderful mm. where is this is it a school is it a hospital is it an old age home is it a country is it a city is it a suburb is it is it what yeah. what where is the problem what does the problem look like what is there how close is the nearest water source um, what's the weather like and that's what's missing so yes low cost food production yes it's always a problem yes it's mm. it's it's complex in nature but where and where relies on time is it for mm-hmm. this year is it for next year is it for 20 years in the future is it for mars in whenever where mm. when how you need all of that stuff and the thing is that's the 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 stuff which is fluffy for now 
right mm. it's 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 the basic script yes there'll be a princess yes we'd like to have a dragon or some form of vicious animal in the movie it's all of that yeah. stuff you spend the rest of the semester fleshing literally fleshing the dragon out um if it in fact is a dragon and you mm. then work on it in the second semester um and i think that that's the issue that that students have is you know transportation low-cost rural areas yes which rural area where mm. what is being transported mm. you can work on exactly how much what the volume is the road state all of that stuff you you get the details when you need it mm. but you need to have at least that stuff now i would say from that is when you you come up with a problem you maybe even like this problem or you're familiar with the problem let if there's something where you, you start and see a bit of a tangent and there's a possibility go with it for a bit take that off side road see where that goes for a bit if it goes nowhere actually that's not actually a problem or it's a what we wouldn't say is complex and it's more broadly or well-defined yeah in other words not applicable fourth year projects come back and go ahead you're you know you're doing this prep now we're having you do this now in the year so that come august this is all done you've got your foundation build up and you're getting right into the design you're doing some small refinements to your problem but for the rest of it that foundation's already set you do not want to be redoing that in august so the other thing is well i mean it's what i'm getting at is that you getting stuck in something forcing it not just forcing the design in a direction but forcing the problem to be a problem or forcing the thing to be a problem is also a bad way to do about it yeah so let your problem grow let your problem refine and let it change if it changes almost entirely in scope that's fine even throughout i'd say the first semester if that sort of thing is occurring depending on your supervisor and the kind of directions they're giving you that's fine still that that's still a very allowable thing you at the end of the day you need to present a solution to a problem doesn't matter what the problem is as long as it is a complex engineering problem 100 percent right yeah and i think you know the advice which i've been given to students is you know my my quote is is always you know your first idea is just your first idea but the way that you apply that is come up with a bunch of problems let's say you've got four that you're sitting at come up mm. with a fifth one and then look at all of them and work out all right I've got five now, but I'm keeping the best four. Let me get rid of the worst one. And what you do is mm. you don't get rid of it entirely. You think about mm. why is this problem not the same as the other ones in terms of mm. the actual the actual problem? What's missing? And then yeah. you have a go at it. Maybe it needs to shift a bit left, a bit right. Maybe you do have to scrap it, or maybe you need to change it entirely. In which case, you you keep you keep changing, you keep substituting in a new forward hoping to, mm. to get a goal and don't be scared of doing that um mm. and, and a, a lot of students are they, you know you're right they'll, they'll come up with a problem and then it's like i'm going to force this to be a problem mm. and before you yeah. know it we are needing space time to be involved to make it a, a worthwhile problem <laughs> i think that's going to finish off for today um one thing we also started just finish off this episode with it um if you've got any queries questions uh proposed ideas something you want us to discuss in the podcast uh, we've set up an email address toastingdesign at gmail.com feel free to email us uh let us know your thoughts if you've got any anything you want to say in general um we had some students ready seeing in a couple of queries and stuff so please do say uh send something in we'll be happy to read that up and we'll start bringing them up in the podcast otherwise thanks very much for listening we'll catch you guys in the next one cheers